Welcome to Health Matters at Sargent College. The mission of Sargent College is to advance, preserve, disseminate, and apply knowledge in the health and rehabilitation sciences. BU's Sargent College strives to create an environment that fosters critical and innovative thinking to best serve the healthcare needs of society. Each episode of Health Matters at Sargent College will include faculty, students, or alumni who will share their knowledge with you. I'm Karen Jacobs, the Associate Dean of Digital Learning and Innovation at Sargent College, and I'll be your moderator for each episode. Welcome to this episode of Health Matters at BU Sargent College. I'm delighted to have Kelly on, um, who is the president of the Sargent College Alumni Board. Kelly, um, welcome. Thanks, Karen. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm delighted that you're here. And you have multiple roles at Sargent College. You're the president of the Sargent College Alumni Board. You're on faculty. And just recently, you were the commencement speaker at our long-delayed 2020 um, Sargent College commencement. And I was there and totally inspired by your commencement address. Thank you. What I'd love you to do now is maybe talk about what inspired you um, for the words you included. And you had four really uh, interesting points that resonated with the students that were there. And, and you know, they were joyful graduating. You know, it was a delayed graduation, but um, it was celebratory and your commencement words meant so much. So let's just start with, you know, what inspired you with the commencement address? It's a big deal giving it. And, um, and some of the words that you shared. Sure. So thinking back to when I received the email from Dean Moore about giving the commencement address, the first thing I did is reflected back to my graduations, plural, from Sargent, um, and remembering my bachelor's graduation, our commence, large commencement, commencement speaker was Dr. Silver, as he was just getting ready to step down as president, step in as chancellor, and remembering his words of wisdom at Nickerson Field. And then my second graduation was given by John Wessling, who took over the role as president from Dr. Silber and his words of wisdom. And knowing that from each one of their speeches, I took something forward into my life. And I thought long and hard, if I were to impart words of wisdom on our graduates from the class of 2020, just looking back on my you know, career as a physical therapist, my time as a faculty member, and just, you know, 20 years of wisdom and living life. So the first thing I did is I wanted to bring students back. And I think it's something we can all think back to when we first found out that we got into college. Um, you know, back in when I was accepted to Boston University, um, I was away with my grandparents and my mom called and said a letter came from Boston University. Should I open it or shouldn't I open it? And just that feeling of anxiety and not knowing what to do. So 
Fast forward to the class of 2020, they obviously received an email and I called, actually called the Office of Admissions and asked for the language that they used when accepting students because I really wanted to draw them back to that memorable and special day when they found out that they got into BU. Um, and then you know, once they get here, um, being a faculty advisor in health sciences, I've had hundreds of students sitting in my office saying, how am I going to make it through chemistry? How am I going to make it through chemistry? Advising physical therapy students, how am I going to make it through gross? And coming in, I have three exams today and I don't know what to do, or I have two exams tomorrow and then a paper the next day. And just reminding students in the beginning that they have done really hard things. They made it through three exams in one day. And then I actually just this past week, and I reflected on this in my speech, had a senior sitting in my office and you know, sat there very intently and said, been thinking a lot about what the point of an undergraduate education is. And I said, well, that, that's a fabulous question. And that led me into one of my four um, just life lessons that I think are really important. And so what I explained to him is from my perspective, I think the point of an undergraduate education is to explore your passion and what you wanna do for the rest of your life, knowing that that for some can change, but really figuring out what you are passionate about and then explaining to our graduates that we as faculty um, you included, um, sitting up there one away from me, that it was our job as a faculty to impart knowledge on them so that they could go out into the world and pursue their passion. You know, when I gave some examples from my teaching, um, my largest class at Sargent, I teach a class on the U.S. healthcare system. And one of the things that I love about it is the material is ever changing. So I posed, you know, to the students as they think about their passion to just think about some questions they should be thinking about in the future. You know, what's going to be the state of healthcare when they turn 65? Will Medicare have adequate funds for them um, in order to have Medicare as their health insurance? Um, how are we going to ensure equity and vaccine distribution from a global perspective? How can we impart upon health inequality? Um, from, I think what a lot have, uh, hopefully a lot have read, um, if you're reading the, the Boston Globe, an article came out just last week um, that was talking about just that, which is, you know, health equity. And what they're looking at is in primary care providers, um, they're looking to see how they can close the gaps in care for people of color. And I just, I wanted to draw this to our graduates, the front of their mind, um, you know, as they really start to delve into, you know, working, exploring their passion and making a difference in the world. My second point was to, you know, remind students it's okay to say, I don't know. Um, and I'm sure, Karen, that's something, you know, it, it takes, I think, sometimes years of maturity to have that comfort to say, you know, I don't know the answer to that question and being comfortable to say, I don't know the answer to that question. And as I thought back on my years of clinical practice, my first year or two out of school, I felt like I needed to have all of the answers. And 
not only was it okay to not have the all of the answers, but it was okay to say, I don't know. Um, and if, you know, students are working in a nonprofit, an NGO, in a clinical setting, and somebody asks them a question they don't know, say, I don't know. Um, let them know that you'll consult the literature, you'll consult colleagues, and you'll get back to them. My third point was, let it go, um, which I think resonated with you from the movie Frozen. That so many of us, you know, either watched as children or watched with our own children or with grandchildren. And I included a very important, what I think a very important quote from the movie is, it's funny how some distance makes everything seem small and fears that once controlled me can't get me at all. And I gave the students some examples of, you know, being in a Zoom meeting and somebody rolls their eyes at you or being in a meeting and a colleague says something in you know, an, an unfriendly manner, a patient yells at you. And you know, to let students you know, think about just taking a moment, acknowledging what happened, act if they need to, and then let it go. Don't take it home with you. Try and just let it go. And then the last one, um, also very important, is just to remind students they're not alone. At Sargent, I really feel like we're a family. Um, you know, it was a long time ago, but I, you know, I remember looking up to you as a faculty member and knowing that, you know, if I had a question, if I wanted to refer a patient to OT, I felt comfortable reaching out to you. I felt comfortable reaching out to any faculty member. Um, you know, and I, I let students know my advisor, uh, when I was at Sargent, Jean Petit, she and I still have lunch every single semester. If I had a very complex patient, I emailed her, I sat down with her, I talked to her. And I wanted to remind students that even though they're graduating, this isn't goodbye, this is we will see you soon. And to remind them that they're not alone and that we will always be there for them. Wow, just listening again to those four points um, gave me goosebumps because they are so important to our students and to all of us in daily life. Yes, exactly. And I know sometimes letting things go is a lot easier said than done, especially when you're involved in this situation. Um, you know, but the more we can practice that, I think the calmer we are as individuals, um, which, you know, as we know, there's a lot of talk about people's mental health now. And I think when people hold on to negative feelings, um, negative experiences, it truly does affect their mental health. Absolutely. And, you know, your points acknowledge that, but also gave them permission. And I think that was one of the takeaways that, you know, I have permission to um, say, I don't know. You know, I have permission to let it go. Um, I have permission to really focus on what I'm passionate about. Um, very, very powerful commencement address. And I'm so glad that you could share this. And, you know, you mentioned role models. Um, I don't know if you know that Jean Petit and I taught together, and I think it may actually, it probably is a different name now, uh, might be the course that you're teaching. 
Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. It was a long time ago that um, we, we talked together um, and she is such a, a great role model. And uh, it, it warmed my heart to hear that uh, you see each other each semester. Uh, that's, it's great. Um, I want to just maybe for a moment, um, just talk about what you're passionate about. Um, you, you know, shared some of that in, in the commencement address. It sort of came through in, in some of the examples. But what are you passionate about? Um, so that's a, that's a very good question. And that can lead into um, actually a story um, of something that actually happened during alumni weekend. So I'll start with that. Um, the first thing I'm passionate about is making sure to the best of my ability that no one goes hungry. So one of the things that I do in my spare time is I volunteer in the South End in Boston at Rosie's Place. And for those that aren't familiar with Rosie's Place, Rosie's Place is a center for women who are experiencing periods of homelessness or hardship in their life. I volunteer in their food pantry and I volunteer in their dining room. So during alumni weekend, we had a roundtable discussion on low back pain and the alumni, Christina uh, Leds-Capano from the development office had box lunches available to all of the people that attended live. And at the end of our talk, I found that we had 17 lunches left over. And Christina made the suggestion that we put them in the faculty staff refrigerator. And the first thing that came to my mind was it would be really nice for people to come to work on Monday and have a lovely free lunch, but we don't need free lunch. And there's people that do. So right now on, and Karen, I don't know if you knew this, but there is a community refrigerator and pantry on the corner of Park Drive and Buswell Street. And a 2021 alum, Wesley and I, walk the 17 lunches and the extra granola bar over to the community fridge. And instead of giving them to the faculty and staff, um, we gave them to people that, you know, may be experiencing food insecurity. I did not know about that um, location. And it just is wonderful that you saw this opportunity to help others. And um, I thank you and, and Wesley for, for doing that and for your ongoing volunteer work. Um, you know, I, I could tell that you were passionate about being out in the community, but I didn't realize that this is where your energies lie. Um, I love that you shared about the food insecurity and um, I'm actually doing something a little bit different, but uh, there's some similarities to it. I'm very impressed with an organization called On the Rise. And it is um, an organization helping women who are homeless in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And we have the opportunity to make lunches for the women. And so I'm looking forward, I signed up to do that in November because I think food insecurity, just like you're passionate about, is so important for everyone 
to um, make sure that we're addressing in some way or another. So thank you for sharing what you're passionate about. And it allowed me to share a similar um, uh, passion. Kelly, anything else that you'd like to share about your experience at Sargent College? You are certainly an active uh, faculty member, uh, leader, alum. Um, any parting words you'd like to share um, on this podcast? So I think just one last thing, Karen, and I had mentioned, you know, that I have two passions. You know, my second is trying to find a way, you know, one class at a time through teaching to ensure that everybody in the United States has access to healthcare. And I think that is my reason for loving to teach, you know, SARHP 353, Organization and Delivery of Healthcare in the United States. There are millions of Americans right now that either don't have access to healthcare or they're underinsured, meaning they act, they have health insurance, but they not may not be able to afford their copayment or coinsurance to see a provider. So through teaching, my hope is to, you know, inspire students to see what's you know, done well in the US healthcare system, but then to find one area that we may not be doing so well in and for them to advocate for what needs to be changed. That's wonderful. And are you finding that students become very inspired by taking this course? Um, do you see any follow-up from, from some of what they're learning? Absolutely, I do. Um, a lot of our students in health sciences, human physiology, obviously PT, OT, speech language, hearing sciences, you know, are going out and working, you know, with patients. And I talk a lot about, you know, remembering to give back. Not everybody can afford to see you. And can you donate your time to the St. Francis House in Boston if you're staying in Boston or Boston Healthcare for the Homeless so that your services are accessible, you know, to more than just the people that can afford their 30, 40, $50 copayment, 20% coinsurance. So I do have students reaching back out and saying, I am giving back. I love that. And, you know, we talk about the Sergeant spirit. Um, that is truly the sergeant spirit. Yes, it is. Kelly, thank you for being on Health Matters at BU Sargent College. You are such a role model and inspiration to me and so many other people. Thank you for um, your leadership as well. Thank you, Karen. That means so much to me coming from you. Um, you are somebody I've always looked up to, admired. Um, so thank you for having me. And thank you, our listeners, for being here on Health Matters.